0: everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight, I am Peter, that is Tim, we talk about horror movies on this show and in this episode we are following up from a, an episode we just did uh, which should have went up earlier this week which was the original Suspiria with of course the remake of Suspiria which came out last year uh, which never got a chance to get to until now mm. so we're going to talk about the Suspiria, the remake mm. and we're going to start spoiler free of course as we always do and we'll give you a warning in the middle before we get into spoilers so I'm very curious to see mm. uh, how how this goes and how we both feel mm. about this um, first mm. of all I'll say this I was not expecting the two and a half hours run time <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I will say that. <laughs> I feel like, I feel that this might be the longest movie we've ever reviewed on streams after midnight. Really? It may be. Right. Um
1: yeah, uh, I guess so.
0: I mean, I guess like, you know, this
1: would fall under the category of like a, you know, prestige horror that we kind of been getting these, I don't know, maybe a little more artsy or whatever you want to call it kind of
0: mm-hmm.
1: horror movies the last couple of years,
0: but I guess they they usually tend to be just about 2 hours, usually not longer than that. Yeah, just it just looks like I'm pretty. I can't think of anything else we've done mm. on this show, in, in 300 episodes, mm. that that was. <laughs> speaking this of long. yeah,
1: speaking speaking of stuff we've never done on this show. Oh. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, I'll so, get the loop. Uh, actually, we're gonna announce. Uh, we're gonna do a little bit of a contest. Uh, I bought this on Blu-ray. I got a free digital code. So if you actually haven't seen the movie, or you know if you did but you want to own uh, a copy of it digitally, we're gonna be giving one away on our Twitter, uh, which is at Screams Midnight. So if you haven't been following us lately, you know we've been trying to up our social media game a bit. So we've been doing a lot of fun stuff on the Twitter. You know, trying to engage with the fans, and you know, we've been asking questions, retweeting stuff about you know latest news and trailers. So it's a it's a good place to uh, you know reach out to us and have some fun. And uh, what we'll do is once this episode drops, uh, we'll. Uh, have a tweet for the contest. Basically, you'll just have to follow the Twitter and retweet the tweet, and uh, yeah, after like a you know a day or two, uh, we'll randomly pick a, a winner and yeah. send we'll, that we'll out.
0: Tell, so. We'll tell you in the tweet. When we put the tweet up about the yeah. contest, it'll tell you when yeah, it ends. Yeah, it'll, yeah. Um, but you gotta follow us. You gotta follow us. You, you gotta follow us in the tweet, yes. Um, it is worth mentioning, though, this will probably only be usable uh, for residents in the U.S., um, the code uh, will... probably <laughs> the the code will lately not work outside of north america at the very least so i think us and is probably the only people who can actually apply to this um so if you're outside that i apologize i sympathize clearly but i mean yeah i'll yeah i mean we'll, we'll double
1: check and we'll we'll say it in the tweet as well yes. uh, just in case but yeah that uh, i think the app I, I bought it in the us obviously and uh yeah i guess I, I never really tried to redeem a code outside it but i guess they probably are region
0: specific I think they are. I think they are. I, I would warn it anyway. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. So that's cool. So yeah, Suspiria, the remake. Uh, obviously, we reviewed the first one. Uh, we didn't just review that. I mean, we reviewed that a couple of weeks ago now for us. But that that went up earlier this week. These will both go out in the same week. That is my my fantastic game plan mm-hmm. uh, that's happening. Uh, so <laughs> this, this is um, <laughs> so fantastic. So this fantastic is, podcast and way to find them. I know. <laughs> Don't don't (laughs) compare our podcast to Harry Potter thing, how dare you, how dare you. I I feel like this podcast is far more a series of unfortunate events than it is. Oh, good one. Yeah, there you go. Uh, So, Suspiria, obviously the remake, we talked about um, Argento's original, and now we're talking about this one, this is directed by Luca Godagenino? Sure. Godanino. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I, I this sure. is a very foreign name. I have no idea how to pronounce yeah. it. Uh, but he directed. We apologize, but that's a good. Yeah. Yeah. Try. <laughs> he directed "Call Me by Your Name," uh, <laughs> so this is this is someone who's <laughs> but, has made an Oscar-nominated oh. and I think maybe even winning in some categories film. So. <laughs> So definitely a a more prestige uh, horror movie, I guess if you want to call it that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's definitely
1: he had to to get his Oscar out of the way so he could pursue what he really wanted was that horror, (laughs) which
0: is, let's face it, that's what every director wants to do. Yeah, so that's the *Spirited* remake. Yeah, so that uh, that was the dream project. (laughs) Everything else was just in in service of getting to this. Uh, So, (laughs) so he's directing it. I mean, I've obviously a cast in here that's quite notable: Uh, Dakota Johnson Mm -hmm. and Tilda Swinton being the two kind of kind of leads. But I'd also Mm -hmm. argue that. Um, and Mia Goth is also one of the main characters and then less of a role but still there in a kind of an important aspect of the plot is uh, Chloe Grace Moretz so we have an interesting cast and we have uh, she say loves this.
1: horror remakes
0: <laughs> she, she does actually yeah it's weird but we have this this movie where you know I didn't really have any opinion on it for the longest time and then the trailer came out and the trailer looks surprisingly kind of good. It was like, this looks like it's got style. And not even the same style as the original. It looks like a completely different. Because the original is all colourful. And it's all these greens and reds and all these lights <laughs> that are kind of weird. And it's all this yeah. synth music. This movie, just from the trailer, never mind the actual movie, is like the complete opposite of that. It's all muted. It's all like quiet and stark and quick cuts and, you know, mm-hmm. all these things. So... Right away, I was like, okay, it's definitely... The director's clearly doing doing their own thing with this one. And it made me intrigued as to, as to what it was going to be. So, um, If you don't know the plot of Suspiria, but you should from the... Because the, 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 the plot at least starts the same as the original movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, American Girl arrives in Germany. It's actually still set in 1977. And mm-hmm. she goes to the school, she auditions, she gets in... But of course, um, there's something more sinister going on. Um, what's weird is that in the original movie, I would have said it was a spoiler to reveal what the people at the, the dance school mm-hmm. were. The, in this movie, it's actually basically, you know, we, we find out really early on. It's kind of like an yeah. ongoing thing that we know that the 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 tutors at this school are actually a coven of witches. That is not a spoiler mm-hmm. in this this version. That that is like yeah. known like information a- very early. Yeah, basically, like, the opening scene is, uh,
1: you know, uh, Patricia, Chloe Grace's, uh, you know, character is mm. basically in a therapist's office just, you know, <laughs> relaying that.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then we, we actually, we even get it confirmed, we see them talking and, you know, kind of plotting, you know, the, the, the Covenant very early on, like, the first 20 minutes, maybe. So, yeah. that's not a spoiler. So, that, that you know, so the movie keeps that, and then there's some differences as it goes on, of course. It's got a very different style, very different focus. Yeah. And um, it's... I mean, like you said, it is kind of like, yeah, complete 180
1: where, uh, you know, the first one when we talked about in the first review is that it's not really a plot driven movie. It's more a, you know, an aesthetic driven movie where, yeah, you remember it more for the, you know, visuals and the the bright colors and the music. And it seems like this is, yeah, the exact opposite where everything is very, you know, drab and plain and there isn't even really the music is very subtle as well, but it's like still like really beautiful uh in that way like it you know it still looks really good it's just that it's not as like yeah dynamic but it yeah it still like makes a lot of use of this kind of like depressing uh you know kind of desolate place it it
0: still has a style i think it's the Mm. key key thing to see here it's a completely different style to Mm. the original but it still has a visual style Mm. it's still it's still doing something that that, the required thought it's still it's still got this distinct kind of feel to it um so I mean that's that's the movie essentially. Um, mm-hmm. we'll talk about obviously where the plot goes in spoilers, but um, mm-hmm. did you enjoy the Suspiria remake, Timothy?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I did actually. I liked it a lot. Uh, so I, I watched it twice at this point. I saw it once uh in theaters, and you know I just watched it uh, about a week ago for the show. And uh, I'd say, uh, when I saw it in theaters, I was like really blown away, and you know I I left really uh digging it. And uh, I still liked it a lot, uh, you know, when I watched it last week. But the big difference, uh, I think, between the viewings is uh, when I watched it in the theaters, I was really, you know, captivated by it, and I didn't notice the runtime. Uh, when I watched it at home, I definitely felt the runtime. Like mm. it, I, I like the movie a lot, but I, I, my biggest criticism is it does not need to be this long.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's two and a half hours, which for a horror movie is like. So really long, like mm. I, am shocked. See, when I watch a horror movie, I'm surprised if it's over hundred minutes because they're usually mm. eighty to ninety minutes. Most horror movies f- fill that that kind of time frame. Um, yeah. and it's not to say that I, I don't appreciate the, the slower pace this this one takes because I actually do. Yeah, I liked the movie. I didn't, I didn't mm. love it. I think the ending kind of let me down a couple of places. Uh, that. Right, well, okay, let's. Uh, all
1: right, so we gotta be spoiler free. Yes. Uh, I, w- I would say, all right, so there's the ending with a big set piece and then there's like a little bit after that. So are you talking about the big set piece or are you talking about the kind of the, the little stuff that happens after?
0: The big set piece. Oh, you are not saying that. That was so cool. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> there was parts of it that I liked. There was a c- couple things that I hated about it. Um, Interesting. Alright, alright. So one Well, one thing in particular that's springing to me, once we talk about it, but okay. I'll, 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 we'll dive into it, but Uh, here's the thing like i i
1: i think i so i I really like this movie uh but i wouldn't necessarily like um try to argue with someone that says they don't like it because it's a really slow burn so you really have to be in for it i i think you know uh to get it and there's i mean there's like a lot of stuff that happens throughout that i think is good and maybe like kind of horrific in like these subtle ways uh but i mean if you're looking at like kind of pure horror there's probably only like like two or three actual you know like instances where that happen- happens but i think those instances are really good uh, especially one which i think is probably one of the best like body horror scenes i've seen like <laughs> ever <laughs> in I, a movie I,
0: i'm fairly certain i know which one you're talking about um yeah <laughs> no no like i like the slow build i, I think I, I love the direction of this movie like <laughs> There's a lot of really, like, just these quick little edits that make you feel kind of uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. There's, like, scenes where, yeah. you know, Dakota Johnson's character comes to the, the school and she's auditioning. And there'll be these, like, quick zooms and cuts to Tilda Swinton's face as she's watching. And it'll just feel kind of stark and just feel a little bit uncomfortable. Like, yeah, like she's just honed in on this victim, like, because they're going to groom yeah. her for something. And it's just, it, it works and really well. A- you know what it is this is uh i mean the I, I haven't seen
1: call me by your name but you know this guy is a uh i'm sorry i think is it a guy well the, yeah i think so okay sorry uh but yeah the director yeah. you know he is very good at like um just like his directing style like can really portrays like this sense of like tension and dread like this isn't really a spoiler but there's a scene where you know they're making dakota johnson like they're just making her jump But it's like such like a tense scene, just the way that, you know, it's filmed and like cutting to her feet and like hitting the floor. Like the sound is so good. It's just like it's there's really nothing to it. It's just like a person jumping. But yeah, you do kind of feel the sense of like dread and suspense (laughs) while you're watching it.
0: Yeah. um, And the other thing that I think separates this from the original a lot of ways is that. It's it's kind of about a few things that the original, I don't think, was to the same extent. There's a lot of the the political climate of Germany and Berlin that's a part of the movie. There's there's definitely some elements of feminism in there, and kind Mm -hmm. of like, it has something to say, I I think, a lot more than the original. did. I think the original, well there may have been some subtext in there for a couple of Mm -hmm. things, ultimately was more about the style, and the, the other stuff that was there was just kind of like subtle, right? um yeah whereas this movie it feels like it's it's got a lot more going on be- under the surface Whereas there's a lot more things going on sometimes it's less than subtle sometimes it's pretty subtle it kind of depends on the scene and what's yeah. happening but
1: because um,
0: then- there's a lot of like uh, like you'll hear like parts of news broadcasts about what's going on mm-hmm. in the country at, at, at the time uh, there's yeah. a lot of those things kind of sprinkled throughout to give you this context
1: Yeah, and like one of the things you mentioned before, uh, when we did the review of the originals, you kind of were talking about how you don't really get much of a sense of the school itself. Mm. Um, Like, like you get that there's a person at a school, but you don't really deal with the politics of it, the the other people in the school that much. Like it, it, you know, it just feels more like a creepy place for these, you know, girls to be at. While this, it does actually feel like a school, and you actually do get yeah like more of a sense of how it operates and works and like you know what it's like living there and um you know it, it feels like it, it's more important to the story than just like all right we just need like a location for you know these witches to be
0: yeah um there's a lot more dancing in this one and they, they kinda mm-hmm. use the kind of used to dance like that like you were mentioned with the jumping the direction kind of uses it to to build this kind of thing and um the, the dancing can be quite hypnotic at times it can be kind of awkward yeah. all the times it's just always intentional it, what it's doing yeah it feels very almost like a like ritualistic kind of dancing
1: and, and like i think once they do have the performance i think you kind of get an idea like um because in the first one i think i always assumed it was you know, some type of kind of like ballet school or something. Mm. Uh, Whereas this, it's much more like, oh, it feels like they're doing, you know, a kind of like an artsy interpretive dance kind of thing
0: um yeah especially like when they have that performance
1: uh, towards the end
0: i would say that it's that but it's clearly based on something that witches would do <laughs> like you get this feeling like, yeah that w- that's, well, that's, that's the lo- other thing like it's it yeah. looks like witches dancing around the campfire at one point and i'm like yeah that's, this is this is what it is yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's uh but i mean it works yeah because like uh yeah as a viewer
1: you know oh okay yeah this is probably has something to do with some type of ritual or magic that they're trying to conduct but you know at the same time it seems like you know something uh you know maybe kind of like a snooty art person would go see like oh this you know interpretive dance group is playing at the the metro tonight let's go
0: <laughs> um and it's supposed to mention as well tilda swinton actually plays a second character she plays uh the... yes yeah oh did you know this going in <laughs> um i did not know
1: because uh, i actually didn't realize it and i like my friend told me uh when we we're leaving the theater like oh yeah i can't believe uh you know she was great as the you know that therapist guy and like my mind was blown i was like wait are you serious like that was her like so it's
0: funny i looked it up after like you know 10 minutes because i thought it looked yeah. kind of weird there was like something about yeah. him that felt off like something didn't feel natural
1: well, i mean well what, one of the things i thought and uh you know again like won't go into spoilers but like you know by the end of the movie they're doing uh some like you know crazy stuff with them and like uh, I kind of had this thought in my head, like, "Oh, this poor old man! Like he must be, like, so weirded <laughs> out." <laughs> nah, it's Tilda Swinton. Just yeah.
0: you know, doing no, she's. A...
1: A... You know, I I'll go on the record here. Uh, Tilda Swinton's great. <laughs> she's a good actress.
0: Um, she she no it's she's controversial. I don't, know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it is, but she 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 brings this intensity to to the to role of a uh, blank or Blanc. How yeah. you pronounce it? Um, I don't do well with the French. Uh, but she, she, she's pretty good. But she's good in this role as well. Um, and this this man, this, this therapist, who uh, Patricia, Patricia, goes to see at the start of the film is kind of the one kind of like spearheading some kind of investigation as to what's going on at the school, and he has a backstory as well. He 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 lost his wife during during the war. His wife was Jewish, and he sent her away. Um, during during the the Nazi op- occupation. Um, not occupation. He's in. He's in Berlin. It's not occupation. But you know what I mean. When the Nazis were in power. Um, but like. So there's there's this kind of story throughout the whole movie where he's wondering what happened to her. Yeah, uh, the, you know. Survivor's guilt. is what basically sad. What you'd say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a survivor's guilt to him that's really sad. And so so you have this character. Um. And the the movie like is very slow. It it has like these key points where it spikes with something really like absurd or something really horrific. Uh, but other than that, it's a lot of mood. It's a lot of tension, uh, and I was into pretty much all of that stuff. There, the, mm-hmm. there was maybe you know one or two. St- there was maybe like one or two scenes here or there where I thought like, okay, this probably could be shortened or cut because it's maybe just you know like the. I think at one point there was like a. It was cutting between all the witches having like dinner and laughing with the girls oh, walking yeah. around, and I was like. This feels like it could probably just go. Like this is probably like yeah. five minutes it could be cut and like just shorten the runtime. Yeah. Um, I didn't need this scene, but like you know it, that that was few and far between. Like as much as I'm like, yeah, two and a half hours is a bit too long. Mm. I there was not that much I'd cut really if I really looked at it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I it, yeah the the second time watching it again, I I did feel the length more, but I would be kind of hard pressed to find. Like yeah, little scenes here and there you can probably trim down, but yeah, I can't really think of like you know too much that I would get rid of. Uh, and because uh, again, it's like a you know, um, there's so much like atmosphere in it that even if it is a scene that maybe you know someone might think that is dull or something, like you know, it still looks really good and shot really good, and you know, you're getting invested in the characters and stuff that you know it doesn't you know usually matter as much.
0: Yeah. So I, I think we do have to give a spoiler warning now because I think to talk about, you know, what the movie's about and the themes and sure. obviously where it goes uh, plot-wise, we have to wait spoilers. So full spoilers now uh, for superior 2018. So so the big difference... But I'm kind of just skipping to the end and then we'll work our way back with all the things, but <laughs> the big difference here, I think, between this and the original is the twist, mm-hmm. right? Where... So we we hear throughout the film that there was these three matrons that the witches all kind of like worship, right? Uh, I can't remember the name of the all two, but the the third one was Mother uh, or, or Matron Suspirium, or you know, obviously with the title yeah. that the film comes from. Um, and they have this this Mother uh, Marcos, who's the leader of the coven, who claims she is actually the the inhabitant of one of these three matrons. Yeah. And. Does this power struggle between her and, and Blanc. Blanc kind of wants to like change things in the coven, but uh, Marcos doesn't. So it becomes this kind of divide between the, the witches. Uh, and that kind of mirrors the divide of uh, what's going on politically in, in Germany at the time, right? That's kind of why we're hearing about these things throughout the course of the movie. Uh, it's the idea of the, the new wanting to replace the old, but the old is latching on to, to the power. And that's what Marcos says, she's the old. Blanc's the new, and they're tra- they're basically training up Susie because they want Susie to be this new body for, for Marcos. Marcos is going to take her body and be young again. Uh, that's what they're building her up to mm-hmm. the whole film. The twist in the film though, is that Susie is actually uh, Matron Suspirium. Like She, 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 she basically realises over the course of the film that she is Matron Suspirium and sh- during the ritual where they were going to transfer Marcos into her, she brings out like her inner demon that goes around mm-hmm. and kills the witches <laughs> in the room uh, Well, not so, all of them just just the ones who were against uh yeah. uh the, the the ones who were for marcos oh. get, get killed yeah no uh wait so so one thing i wasn't completely
1: uh sure about um is were they saying that like she she's always been Suspirium or was it more like uh Suspirium, like entered her body like you know at some point like when she came to the school or whatever
0: no i i took it as she was always secretly hurt i, I think because um and some of the dreams she has of her flashbacks of her childhood she sees that that shape yeah the, you know the, the, the sort of glimmering that, like kind of twinkly light. yeah yeah uh yeah. so i i took that as being it was always kind of inside her she just didn't know about it until now yeah basically yeah, yeah like towards the end <laughs> um so the 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 demon thing like this is a weird twist to like sort of comprehend because I'm like wait what like she's been like this thing the whole time because that is so different from the original and then on top of that um you have this demon coming around killing everyone now the, the demon killing the witches I was fine with right to a point oh yeah <laughs> uh what i didn't like in this scene is i thought uh marcos like her her like prosthetics who also is also played by tilda swinton but it's worth mentioning yeah um mm-hmm. she's this ridiculous disgusting like really old <laughs> like you know it's a very it's a fake body it's like they've done this prosthetic. Yeah. there's random hands also coming out of her arm and stuff like that yeah. um it, i thought this looked a bit stupid right and it, it, it kind of took me out of it instead of being hurt because because there was like scenes earlier on when like sarah was investigating some of the hidden rooms and stuff and she finds that like por- that that like portrait of both uh blanc and marcos mm-hmm. right but the frame is like random human hair like just like held together by gunk and i'm like that's disgusting yeah. and kind of dark and sinister and i kind of like it because of that this was the opposite at the end with Marcos, where she just looked like a stupid thing out of, like, a really bad B-movie. Like, it, it just, it, it it took me out of the tone of the film, seeing her.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't really, uh, I didn't really have that reaction. Like, I thought, like, I mean, I, I've, it worked for me, because I thought she was just, like, <laughs> utterly disgusting, uh, like... I mean, yeah, obviously, if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you, but I I don't know, I thought it was kind of like a a cool design, remind me of like, you know, kind of something from Hellraiser, it kind of looks like that, (laughs) I think its name is Butterball or or whatever, (laughs) like one like, kind of like fatter Hellraiser Cenobite. She she looks like Um, Butterball. Yeah, and you know I love butterball, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, it, it worked for me. I, I think mostly just because of like how like gross and insane, <laughs> yo, know, it, it looked at that point.
0: Yeah, I mean that's fair. I I I mean, because I think I like the the epilogue because right? the movie's actually split into acts. There's like these like act titles that come up. There's the oh, si- okay, yeah. the There's six acts and an epilogue. And I like the epilogue because um, so basically they, they they trick the old man Doctor Kempler to come to the, the school by like pretending that his his wife has come back and found them, but it's all just like a an hallucination or like a, a spell, right? And he's brought in and he's stripped down naked and he's, he's there to witness this uh, transference because he's a witness. And after Susie like takes power as Asperia, she she goes back to him the next day and basically gives him the answers that he's never had about his wife. It's like, oh, your wife did try and get out of the country, but she was captured here, and she died in a concentration camp. And it was this story about how the guards made them all stand in the cold, and a lot of them froze to death. And she like, died with two other uh, women who that she befriended, so she didn't die alone, and she died thinking of you. And it was, it was this kind of sweet moment, uh, you know, her telling them, not, not the death itself, but the, like, her telling them this. Yes. And ultimately she says, look, the world needs to have Guilt and pain and regret about everything that's happened, but not you. And she takes away his memories of everyone, of all the women that have been part of the story, essentially, including his wife. Uh, so he can, so he can basically live in peace until he dies because he's really old. Yeah. And, oh yeah, super old. <laughs> and so, so, so to me, the, the themes of the film, going into the whole like the idea of the was it the R E um, F trying to like, take control of Germany politically okay. uh, with the attacks and stuff. Like I kind of took this as. So the coven, like, there's the old, the old witches and the, the sort of newer witches, and the newer witches want to, like, advance and go forward, and the idea mm-hmm. is that the older witches have been basically abusing their power for, like, a long time, and that kind of relates to, like, fascism and Nazi Germany, because even at the end, before uh, Susie comes in, he's looking at his, uh, his like, uh, his ID papers, like, his, and it's, it actually mm-hmm. says Aryan ID papers on it uh, that he's looking okay. at, and... It's this idea of the the guilt, but it's the idea that he he isn't actually should feel guilty about everything, because he's never actually he he much like the ritual itself, he has been a witness to all this this rise of awful like power and the corruption of that power. Um, so he is not necessarily indebted to to to, to you know feel the regret or the or the pain of it. Uh, in the same way that Susie and the other witches would want other people to feel.
1: Wait, so are you trying to say that? Older people in positions of power maybe don't want to relinquish that power? Is that that's kind of a crazy concept. I don't know if that ever actually happened.
0: tim the tone of your sentence right from the very first <laughs> word told me that this was going to be a sarcastic joke. There was no no twist to this. Yeah. <sighs> get rid of old people <laughs> but yeah that, they're essentially, ruining the world <laughs> yeah essentially that's what we're saying we're saying that that, that marcos and her followers yeah. corrupted the power and was, were abusing it and suspiria should have said no she hasn't she isn't like embodying one of us like i'm a real one and like you know I, i'm going to, have to take back control yeah. Uh, it's like the new generation. So I, I think the movie's about that. I she think starts th- exploding heads. Yeah, she, she does. Yeah, uh, th- This is after, of course, Marcos actually uh, slits or snaps back Tilda Swinton's head because oh, she, yeah, yeah. she tries to tell Susie she oh. can back out of this if, if something doesn't feel right about it. Because uh, it has yeah. to be pure. She has to like be willing to do this. Um, And, cause, and then another thing, going back to the, the feminism side, like, the idea of that story, the idea that, that his wife died... In kind of peace, because she was surrounded by other other women who supported her, because one of the things that the the the, the awful witches say to him as he's been like taken into the, the school is that, oh you you have dis- dismissed many women's pain as delusions and and as you, you've kind of instead of trying to help and pitying them you you've you've called them delusions. So there's definitely themes of that kind of throughout this idea that. Uh, th- these witch covens maybe bandied together because they weren't like treated as well or seriously, uh, by others in society. Specifically, the men, obviously, but like just in general, uh, this idea of strength and unity, there's strength and, and bond bonding between them. Um, and I think the movie's doing stuff with that, and I I think it's saying something with that. But and it's kind of why I like that final scene in the, in the bed is in the bedroom is because it's like she's saying, no, you're not actually guilty of much of what you know you. You are a witness to the awful things that have happened, but you're not necessarily as guilty of it as other people. Um, because she says, yeah. "I wouldn't have let this happen to you. What, 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 my you know fellow witches did, I would not have approved of." So she's kind of here to fix yeah. it.
1: Yeah, and I wonder if that's what you know uh, attracted the director to this movie, or or made him want to do it, because you know, um, like all the horror stuff, I really like it. It does get crazy and batshit, and I am all here <laughs> for that. But then um, this you know, story of the therapist, it kind of feels like it's like the heart and soul of the movie. Like it's actually surprisingly, you know, sweet and poignant. Um so I wonder maybe if, if that was kind of like uh his goal or or one of the reasons why he wanted uh. to do this is to kind of you know actually tell this, you know, like weirdly touching uh story in the middle of this batshit crazy witch movie where yeah, like heads are exploding and like you know, demons are coming and there's like reanimated you know, uh, like, corpses
0: <laughs> and stuff, like, it's... Yeah. Uh, uh, we should probably talk about the scene mm-hmm. that you, I think you were alluding to earlier, which is uh, when mm-hmm. Susie's dancing um, properly for the first time, they mm-hmm. they have her kind of linked to the girl who tried to run away uh, in another room, and we basically, as Susie dances, this other girl's like, body parts kind of mimic the movements, but in an extreme way it's, where her, like, bones are breaking and she's, like, yeah, snapping backwards and all that. <laughs> it's just, I mean... Uh, it's hard to describe uh,
1: because, I mean, yeah, just you know, saying, like, oh, yeah, it's basically a girl that's kind of, like, dancing and getting, uh, you know, crushed and pushed uh, up against stuff. I feel like it doesn't do it justice. When you actually watch it, it's so uh, visceral and, like,
0: yeah, like... The the directing, the performance, and the sound effects, I think, are all really important here to to sell this. Yeah. And there's just,
1: like, these, like, instances where... You know, it, like she's like trying to scream, but like, you know, her face is twisting and like drools coming out. And yeah, the especially the, the sound work in the scene really, really like, you know, like gets into your bones and makes you like feel like, oh, but um, yeah, I mean, in, in terms of body horror, like really like, yeah, this is like one of the like best scenes I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's great, and I, it, it's probably the, the first big show he's seen in the movie. Like it's, it's a good half hour yeah. in, maybe maybe thirty five minutes in, and it's like, no, here's what we can do. Here here's like some of the the crazier stuff that you're going to see. Um yeah. So it, it was a nice time to do that, I think, and and the film just in terms of like you know pulling us in for some of the crazy stuff. Um, yeah. And, you know, we basically see as well, uh, just, like, as the film goes on, like, just how much power the witches have. They make people see things that aren't there. They're they're following people. There's two detectives who come that the old man actually sends some detectives to them. Yeah.
1: I actually thought this was kind of a funny scene. (laughs)
0: Oh, yeah, they, no, was funny. They basically funny, yeah. just freeze, said detectives. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the detectives leave thinking they've searched the building, but in actual fact, we, you know, Susie actually sees, like, two of the older witches. Basically, they've got them in a back room, and they've got them, their, their, their pants are off, and they're just laughing at their dicks, and that's, yeah. like, that's the scene. <laughs> um, but it's, like, you, you get this kind of playful viciousness from them. that They're just, like, yeah. doing this. Um uh, but it's a really effective scene there's a, I mean there's a lot of nudity in this by the way just uh, for the, for the oh, record hells yeah hells yeah <laughs> I, uh, the, the I big mean, climax yeah, scene I, I don't think Marcos really wears anything <laughs> oh, yeah, oh yeah it's all fake though at least <laughs> I was actually thinking actually because the old man's naked when he's witnessing all this stuff and I yeah. was like wait that, that's a fake penis <laughs> this is this, oh, yeah. it's all fake y- you immediately
1: started looking at the credits trying to find <laughs> who makes it so you can reach out to him <laughs> How dare you? Uh, uh, do you make that in a size? Uh...
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so all, uh, during this climax, though, like there's like a lot of the dancers are there. They're also naked and all dancing around this middle kind of formation of people. And it's all very tribal. It's all very ritualistic. Uh, it's, it's all this kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it, it, like. I, I there's just parts of this this scene that's just a little bit over the top for me, uh, mainly Marcus oh, himself. I mean, uh, to me, like it almost felt like I don't know they
1: saw the ending of like Hereditary something or and they were like, oh, that's cute, but we can go bigger. Like it's <laughs> it's really really out there. But again, like hey, I'm I'm all for going big and crazy. <laughs> I mean, I, I like it's, to... it's like everything is like it, and it's like. It seems like the everything on film is like red at that point. Like there's mm-hmm. just like this, every, like the whole room is basically <laughs> like coated in, in like, kind of looks like it's like coated in blood. And it's the first, so, the first, so many reds.
0: And it's the first time the film really has that much color. Like basically, yeah. Susie realizing what she is is in a scene before this, where there's like some of her dream sequences. They they all like it, it cuts between various shots, but each shot t- turns red. Like it turns red and cuts yeah. another shot and it turns red. And I think that's like her kind of like the moment where she becomes suspirium, um, and then, and in this scene, yeah, everything gets bathed in red, and you know, because we said that this film is very muted in terms of colors throughout the whole thing, and this is the only
1: greys and browns and
0: stuff, like tans, and
1: you know uh whereas I mean, it's this... also it's like constantly basically raining like the whole
0: movie so it's
1: like there's yeah. not you don't even really get like a lot of sunlight or anything
0: and then this this big finale like, it's just bathed in red so it's like no n- now we're cutting to the, the the jugular as it were uh in yeah. some <laughs> cases literal uh, it's also worth mentioning Susie, you know as the spearium goes up to like the girls who you know uh patricia uh, sarah and uh, another one but there's the three that are in the middle who were you know kidnapped at various stages in the film and used by the witches and you know patricia herself looks really bad like her skin looks awful obviously it's a lot of prosthetics yeah. and stuff and it's like what do you want and they all last for death so, so she mercifully kills all three of them so it's this idea that she's going to be a more just like leader for the the witches mm-hmm. um so some of the old witches are still alive the ones who did not you know the ones who were against marcos are, are remaining
1: yeah, they yeah, because it, it it harkens back to uh, I, I think they actually replay like some of the clips um earlier from. There's a scene where they're basically like voting. I guess mm-hmm. who's going to be, you know, the leader. You know, some are, are voting for Marcos or Blanc, and then, um, I, I think originally you just hear the voices, and then at this time they actually show the people like yeah. voting for them.
0: Yeah, and in between each one, it like, kills each person. You know, yeah. as it goes around them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm and yeah so yeah big 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 finish mm-hmm. but I, I think the real star of this movie though is the slow burn i, I think it's the sure, yeah. the, the mm-hmm. slow kind of i always not want to say it's got, it's got this feeling of dread kind of like ticking mm-hmm. down throughout it it's kind of a little bit different to that but there is this mm-hmm. feeling of like always being watched there's this feeling of there's things yeah. going behind the scenes the entire time
1: yeah, like a, a slow burns not necessarily a, a bad thing like you know uh, if a movie's slow and boring that can be pretty hard uh, and yeah this is slow but um, you're still interested and captivated by what's going on like it's uh, <laughs> you know, yeah make sure to set the time aside but you know <laughs> you know it doesn't really feel like by the end of it you're like, oh I just wasted you know two yeah. and a half
0: hours. Yeah. um, you know, I, you know, we mentioned obviously Swinton. Um, You know, Dakota Johnson's pretty good. It, it's funny, Um, obviously like, I just knew her as the Fifty Shades of Grey person, like, for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, But, you know, I like Bad Times at El Real and I liked her in this, so she's kind of building oh, up cool. a little, you know, filmography of things post Fifty Shades, <laughs> where I'm like, oh no, she's actually pretty good. She's just, she was in Shade yeah. <laughs> for a few years.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't think, I, I don't know if I really saw her in something, in anything else, but I like, like I knew the name, yeah, from yeah. Fifty Shades and stuff. And, uh, you saw no, Bad Times at Rail, great. did you not? No, not yet. As, oh. uh, I, well, it came out around the time uh, yeah, I got married. Oh, so that's, right. Uh, that's right, that's right. It's busy, <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, not sure if it's... Uh, I, I'm sure at some point i will be... It, that seems to be like a, an HBO streaming movie or something. At some point I'll, I'll watch I,
0: it. No, it's, it's, it's a fun movie. I'd recommend watching yeah. Bad Times at
1: know. Um, there's a... Uh, there's a scene where one of the witches uh, kills themselves uh, earlier in the movie. They stab themselves in the neck, and that's another, like, really brutal scene. Like, there's these, like, you know, uh, th- there's, like, these big pieces, but then there are also, like, you know, a few, like, uh, you know, that that's not subtle. But, you know, it is a nice, like, gory uh, scene in the middle of the movie.
0: Yeah, you get the impression she's just, like, basically, like miserable about like where this is going because yeah. marcos is like remaining in power and she just kind of stands up and stabs herself in the neck mm-hmm. um and you actually overhear like when sarah's creeping around because uh, she she hears them like she hears like it's the, it's the middle of the night and she hears the witches moving around and she's she's heard from the old man that there's maybe some secret rooms and she kind of looks for you know listening for where this noise is coming from it leads us to the room with the, the weird creepy hair frame that we mentioned she ends yeah. up stealing the hook because we know they have hooks um oh yeah she 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 overhears them speaking, and they're, they're obviously frantically trying to do something. It sounds like they could have maybe healed her, but because one of them says, mm. "No, she 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 stabbed herself too quick, or you know the 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 next stab was too yeah. sudden and quick. We can't do mm. anything." It kind of sounds like depending on what the injury is, because at one point Sarah breaks her leg when she was sticking oh, yeah. around during the dance, and uh, that's the, another like yeah, really brutal scene. Like you yeah. see the bone <laughs> coming out because she, she she finds, she finds Patricia and she knows yeah. all this is going on now. And they actually put in kind of a trance and heal her leg and put her back into the dance because uh, the big mm-hmm. dance recital's happening uh, when this is all going on at this yeah. point. But, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, now, it's an interesting did you Did you see there's actually uh, an after credits scene? You know, I didn't. And then I was just <laughs> looking up stuff quickly before we started and it mentioned it and I quickly put it back on and went to the end. Yeah. It's not much... Uh, yeah <laughs> but the director seemed to imply that it was leading to something like there may actually yeah. be more Suspiria. Yeah, I don't I don't know. <laughs>
1: I mean, um, I I would I guess it would be kind of interesting like I mean, I really like this movie so if he wants to do another one, I you know wouldn't uh you know uh disregard that, but I guess maybe it does seem like a little bit of a weird movie to do a sequel to. Yeah. It doesn't really feel necessary, but I guess if he has more to say, I'd give them the
0: benefit of the doubt yeah um oh, obviously the movie's set in berlin and you, obviously it's during the time of you know east and west berlin when it was split uh due to the the, the cold war and the iron curtain and all that um and i think the, the final shot of the movie is actually the initials of uh the old man and his wife from when they were younger uh mm-hmm. on, on, a, on a wall but it's on a corner of a wall so it's actually split down the middle so I, I think the movie if nothing else is about divides it's about you know you know one side versus the other side and you know what is right is what is wrong and i I think that's why maybe he having his way for the heart of the movie because they were from two different sides and they loved each other and there was you know there was no like conflict between them in the same way that every other you know two divides in the movie seem to have so you know i think there's subtext in this movie um which is great i I don't think (laughs) the first film had a ton of that i mean it did have a little bit but Mm -hmm this feels like it's more about something which i appreciate i may, maybe the big climax where she turns out to be suspiria will play better for me on a second viewing like i, I think mm-hmm. it might play better i i, I mean i think mother uh, mother marcos is always going to look a bit silly to me because it, <laughs> it feels like something that should be in like an evil dead movie or something like that as opposed to this more it, serious take it kind of
1: yeah it, it also it also reminded me of like uh it's not you know it She's not as big, but I don't know if you remember in the first Blade movie. Yeah, not like, I... one like really fat vampire. Yeah,
0: no, I I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I hated that in Blade as well. For the record,
1: <laughs> it was stupid. You, got, don't, you, know, you gotta stop body shaming these uh, these people.
0: It's fake. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the real bodies, damn it! <laughs> Jesus. Um. But our cast is good. atmosphere is great. Uh, the slow burn is great. But yeah, I mean, you do feel the length a little bit, I think i I, I certainly did. i I think with a bit of intelligent trimming, you could probably get this down at least another fifteen minutes, uh, yeah, which is still be a long horror movie admittedly, but um just to tighten it up here or there. but. And, uh, do you have any thoughts? Like, I mean, it, it. I think it's
1: pretty subdued. But what do you think about the music? Because uh, I think it was a big deal coming out because it's a guy from
0: Radiohead, I think. Oh, really? That did it. Um, it's almost subtle. There's definitely one or two scenes that stick out to me. Like, the endings get quite a sweet little theme that plays. um oh, yeah. as, as it finishes, uh, there's a couple of good little pieces that play here or there. And, but... it,
1: and I, I mean, uh, I don't know if this would count as the music, but like during the, you know, the big crazy ending sequence there's kind of like this uh again it kind of like feels like uh like tribal chanting of mm. this kind of you know this chanting and like you know uh people slapping the ground and stuff which uh but you know it sounds really good and it's effective but yeah i mean mm-hmm. it's it's you know and again it's like a total 180 from you know goblin in the yeah. original movie <laughs> but uh, you know it again it works with uh this movie i feel like
0: this is one of those things when people say that they, if they're going to do a remake, they should do their own thing with it. And this is definitely a, an example of that. Um, yeah. and I, I feel like people... I mean, I, I don't know uh,
1: what the general consensus of this movie is. I, I feel like some people weren't crazy about that, but uh, you know, for that kind of reason. But, I don't know. It's its like,
0: well, I think it just reviewed... watch the original if you want. Yeah, I, I <laughs> think know, it I... reviewed well. Critically, it went down quite yeah. well. I think critics quite liked it, but... Um, I <clears throat> I know
1: there there's an article going around I, I think it was like actually recently too just last week uh, which actually, I actually haven't read it. I just saw like the headline but you know uh, Dario Argento said he was not pleased <laughs> with the movie <laughs> Uh, but I, I don't know it feels like a little clickbaity but I don't know.
0: Yeah like I, I never trust these things really because yeah. usually they'll take one line out of context and try and spin it into some drama. Yeah, it's usually like a headline like Dario
1: Argento hates the new Suspiria, and then you read it and he's like, uh, I don't know, I would have done some things different, and it's like, all right, well that's not the, yeah. <laughs> you know, same. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, or I'll be like, no, he's, he'll, he'll say he's not watched it yet, and the headline will be Dario Argento refuses to watch new Suspiria because yeah. he's, he's, he's angry about it. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, I'll tell said. you what
1: though, I I do like the. I don't know if you'd say drama or whatever, but I, I like the stuff coming out with the new Child's Play movie. And uh, yeah, I, I do like the people that are sticking up for you know Don Mancini and, and the original and mm. saying like, yeah, screw this. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know. Uh Yeah, I mean, obviously we'll be getting that new movie. We'll be getting a TV show because the TV show's got home now. It's going to be in sci-fi. So yeah. uh, we got play- a Child's Play coming, but uh, yeah, so... Child's Play Krypton crossover. Can't wait. <sighs>
1: That'd work. i mean if you give chucky a a kryptonite knife i mean i don't know who who i'd pick in that scenario
0: so no i mean i ultimately suspiria is a pretty solid and inventful artistic film which i don't think everything about it works but it's it definitely comes from a place of 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 a filmmaker with a vision there's a there's a clear vision here and while it might not necessarily all add up to exactly what i think uh you would be a perfect movie for lack of a better word like you know i feel like some of the subtext doesn't maybe like round out or doesn't go as far as it wants to i feel like you know like some of the stuff maybe doesn't need as, as, as much focus on it like i almost wonder like as, as great as the subtext about the divide of the country and all the political climates going on like does it have to be like you know actually shown to us throughout the film could it not be there as just subtext as opposed to yeah you know let's take time to have all these radio and news broadcasts kind of like you know spattered throughout like
1: yeah that you know. that stuff feels a little more forced like I think you know like the kind of the stuff in the beginning where like you know uh you'd hear people talking about uh the, you know Patricia you know if she's working with like uh you know the yeah you know, I forget what like the you know uh the group was called or RAF. whatever but basically have huh. yet. Yeah. And then, like, um, yeah, then, you know, sometimes when you would just hear, like, you know, explosion or police sirens in the background. For the
0: record, which, not to be confused with the Royal Air Force from from the UK, that's not what, (laughs) that's RAF stands for, just for the record. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course (laughs) not, Because people are probably going to try, but no, RAF was the British, no, 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 (laughs) like, (laughs) uh, also an acronym Mm -hmm. of a group in in Berlin in in the 70s, Yeah. you know yeah anyway
1: (laughs) uh uh, but yeah like the you know that kind of more subtle stuff where it's just going on in the background is good but yeah sometimes it's just very blatant where a radio will yeah just turn on and they're like hey this is going on it's like all right
0: because i i think you get most of the uh, most of the themes from the story about the uh the doctor like I, the story of him and his wife and how she had to leave yeah i think that gives you most of the subtext for for that anyway so maybe that's another thing i'd maybe cut it would be all those radio and like news segments um mm-hmm. but i mean yeah like so e- even though it doesn't all always necessarily add up to something great and i do hate one of the makeup things towards <laughs> the end um <laughs> like it's clearly a vision and i, I can't help but mm-hmm. respect it for that and most of it is quite good as well. Like most of it does work and most of it is kind of an engaging, kind of slow burn. Like I'd compare it to something like Rosemary's Baby or Oh sure. Um, yeah. Maybe even the shining or something like that where it's, it's yeah. more of a slower build mm-hmm. with some high points later on and um but it does have some body horror, it does have some good performances and it has all these things. So uh with that in mind, Timmy, what would you be rating Suspiria? Uh I think Like, when I saw it in theaters, if you would have asked me, like,
1: as I was leaving the theaters, I was really hyped on it, so I feel like I would have gone, you know, almost as high as, like, a 9, probably more like an 8.5, but uh, watching it the second time, like, there's still a lot I like, but there's also more stuff that I noticed, uh, you know, just mostly, you know, kind of like the length and uh, some stuff like that, so I'm going a little bit further down uh, to an 8. I still think it's great, but... um, yeah it's really yeah beautiful and there's a, a lot of uh, great performances and when the horror does happen it, it is really you know shocking and disturbing but um yeah it, it's not perfect though
0: yeah yeah um yeah i, I was conflicted because obviously there's a couple of things i don't like but i think i'm also gonna go with an eight because i think i i respect the just the the focus and the vision of it, um, and so much of it is effective yeah. that that I can't really fault it even. And I think some of the things that that played a bit weird. I think the twist for me played weird this time. That may be something mm-hmm. that plays better when I know what's coming. Like when when I'm watching the movie through that lens sure. the second yeah. time, I think that may play better for me. Um, so I'm also mm-hmm. gonna give it an eight out of ten. Um, which for the record yeah. is higher than I rated the original. Just pointing that out. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think we're on the same page as the original
1: uh yeah i forget i think i gave it something in the in the seven so yeah this one's slightly higher for me uh you know not that you know both aren't good you know i, I do like both but yeah uh, I, I think this one maybe like you said has a little bit more to say there's a little bit more to grasp on it
0: yeah, I mean, I, I think we were both of the opinion that the original Sus- Suspiria was maybe a, a touch overrated because everyone seems to herald it as the, the main Argento film and I think he has several other films that are better. <laughs> but Oh, yeah. yeah, So, you know, uh, so it's not a disrespect on Argento, it's just, you no, know, I, I think some of his other stuff is, is, is better than Suspiria. So, yeah,
1: I know, I mean, we're a very pro <laughs> Argento on this podcast, uh, so uh, Like uh, I, I really like his movies.
0: And compare this to the end of the, for the original as well. The original film, like... You know, the main girl sees, finally sees some witching happening, sees the old woman, and then just runs out as the, the place burns. That yeah. is the ending. This is like, no, no, the girl turns out to be the super witch and yeah. kills half <laughs> the witches and takes control of it. There's, there's a lot more going on here at the end, yeah. for sure. Also, like, the
1: ending with the original, it is actually kind of a shock. Like, it just, like, you know, the, the frame just freezes, and then the credits start coming up. You're mm. kind of like, oh, really? Like, this, it, it gives you more time to breathe and... You know, lets the ending kind of settle in and creep up on you instead of yeah, just being like boom, the end.
0: Yeah, so there you go. That that is *Spiria*, the remake from uh, 2018. So let us know what you think of the film in the comments below. Uh, you can like and subscribe and then comment of course all those things do help as of course does go over to patreon.com slash fuzz tv where you can support the show and the channel everything we do here uh starting in march we're doing a new thing where every month on patreon patrons will get an exclusive bonus episode of screams after midnight at the one dollar tier so if you want to be a patron for a dollar you'll get an extra episode per month starting in march um and then on top of that of course the five dollar tier gets to vote on a, an episode every month uh, the patrons pick which of course you should be familiar with if you've been watching us for a while now um, but you can go over at Patreon and see some of that stuff. Get us on the Twitter's at Screams Midnight, as mentioned at the start. Uh, we're going to be giving away a, a North American digital code for Suspiria um, after mm. this episode goes up. So make, have a look at that as well, and then uh on top of that uh, is there anything else yeah merch you can buy merch at the us and uk <laughs> stores there's, there's links in the description for both places and you can get some shirts or hats or hoodies with streams after midnight on it um and we'll, we'll probably have some other like fun designs to add on as well uh, uh, comics already has like an extra design and so does the, the tv stuff mm-hmm. so um we'll, we'll think of something fun uh, maybe something about mm-hmm. tim being stupid for liking the boy Mm, i mean <laughs> i don't know about stupid but <laughs> yes yes
1: i mean um, we're definitely yeah, yeah i mean we're definitely gonna have a lot of boy merchandise if we can <laughs> you know, get the licensing
0: <laughs> rights but yeah <laughs> oh dear i i i fear i fear for the future uh but this is <laughs> uh this has been streams after midnight this has been suspiria 2018 so thank you very much once again mm-hmm. uh, for watching or listening and we always appreciate it keep watching scary movies guys